0: Well hey everyone and welcome to day number 18 of your questions God's questions for today Friday July the 3rd and thank you so much for uh, for watching and or and or listening and as usual I encourage you to share this feed whether you're watching it uh, through video or listening on audio to others boy we've tackled uh, 17 questions so far they're all excellent questions and uh, today we're going to do number 18. So we still haven't gotten to God's questions. And believe it or not, he has a lot more questions of us than we do of him. Uh, if you look at the ratio of questions that people ask in the Bible to God and questions that God asks to people, it's uh, he has a lot more questions of us. So we'll get into those soon. But uh, today I wanted to uh, do the questions very common in people's minds, and that is, why are there so many different versions of the Bible? I mean, wow, if you are new to the Bible and you try and find a version of the Bible to read, what version are you going to read? There's like dozens and dozens of them. Which one's better? Why are there so many? How come there can't just be one? Uh, This is a very, very good question and a very valid one. Uh, it makes it gives people the impression that uh, there's all kinds of different things being said in these different versions of the Bible. And, you know, if a person's going to take it seriously, well, how do they know they're reading the right one? Do they all really say the same thing? And uh, well, how does that all work? So uh, just, to, just to try and give you some clarity, um, when we pick up a Bible today, uh, let's say an English translation... So it's in it's in our English language here. Let's say in North America, um, when you pick up a Bible, you are picking up first of all a translation. So the Bible was not written in English. Uh, it wasn't written in these and thous. Okay, that's a version of the Bible called the King James Version, from sixteen eleven actually. Uh, But that's in English, or Old English, and the Bible was not written in Old English. The Bible wasn't written in English. The Bible wasn't written in French. The Bible was written in Hebrew, in common Greek, at least common Greek of that time, and a little bit of the Old Testament is actually in Aramaic, which is almost a dead language. You have to watch Mel Gibson's movie, The Passion of the Christ, if you want to hear a little bit of Aramaic. Uh, so you're talking about three languages that are not used by, in a popular way today. Greek is, Hebrew is by some, but certainly not Aramaic. Um, and so we're reading the Bible translated into whatever language, like, for instance, English or French or whichever language you want. And so that's the first thing you must understand. And when we translate into another language, we have to decide how we're going to translate. And there are three uh, what we call theories of translation when it comes to the Bible. And they have more technical names, but we'll call the first one a word-for-word translation. So in a word-for-word translation, the effort is made to try and translate directly every single word as equal and as strictly as you possibly can. Uh, this has certain challenges to it. However, if you have ever tried to translate from one language to another... That's not easy to do. You can have one word in your original language, and that might turn into five words in your language that you're trying to translate into. So the word-for-word translation has its drawbacks, especially when you're dealing with something like poetry. Um, the, The Psalms, some of the Psalms are intentionally written in a poetic fashion to rhyme. Well, you can't rhyme if you're doing a word-for-word direct translation, it's virtually impossible to do. Some of the psalms are uh, written in um, uh, in a way that uh, you know you have a, the first verse of the psalm will be the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet, and the second verse of the psalm will be the second letter of the Hebrew alphabet, and every word in that verse will start with the same letter, and it's, uh, it's done that way intentionally. Well, you can't do that with a word-for-word translation. So some folks are, they think the King James is the best version. That's an effort to do a word-for-word translation, but it certainly has its drawbacks, okay? Then you have more what you could call a thought-for-thought translation, trying to get the concept. We sometimes call this a dynamic translation, where we call a word-for-word a static translation. And a dynamic translation is is great, as long as you understand that you're reading a dynamic translation. So the words that you're reading are not an effort to make a word-for-word translation. It's going after the thought, the concept. And a, a translation like that might take a stab at, at trying to imitate the poetry, uh, for example, uh, in, in the Psalms, uh, or some of the Psalms. And then you have a third theory of translation, and that's a paraphrase. And a paraphrase could care less about static or dynamic. It just wants, give me the, the, the straight, simple point. I I'm, I'm, don't care about how many words it takes. I want to understand what's being said in my uh, uh, terminology, in my understanding, in the modern type of terminology that I live in today. So it's paraphrased into expressions and idioms, etc., that are used today. And so when you have three different versions of translation, or sorry, three different theories of translation, that leads you into all different kinds of versions. Because some versions will, uh, some of the translators will will uh, uh, think that this series of words, uh, the best way to translate this in a static translation like King James or New American Standard is this way, while another group of translators might say, well, we think it should be the other way. And uh, in the end, however, they generally say exactly the same thing. I mean, there's slight variances and slight differences, but these are really, really minute. So you shouldn't be intimidated or um, scared away from the bible because there's so many versions of the bible uh, that's actually a good thing and i would recommend to you to read one of each and you can do that for free nowadays uh, on the you version app y-o-u version and uh, i would recommend to you the new international version as a a um, a dynamic type of version. I would recommend to you the New American Standard Bible as a a good uh, static translation. King James is also good, but it's in Old English, so if you like these and nows, okay, but New American Standard is also quite strong. And for a paraphrase, I would recommend to you uh, the Message And uh, you should read all three because when you're reading a given passage and you don't understand it, try reading it in the different versions and that's going to help you. You don't have to be a Bible scholar to do that. Okay, Uh, but don't be intimidated by it. The only version I would tell you to stay away from, at least at this point, would be the New World Translation because that is a translation done by the Jehovah's Witnesses and the Watchtower uh, and it is intentionally translated to um reject the deity of Christ and the trinity and heaven and hell and some of the the uh, historic doctrines of the christian faith okay so i would stay away from that one but all the other ones you're you're going to get a very good understanding of what god is trying to say through his word, the Bible. So I hope that 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 clarifies it a little bit for you. And uh, I will take a day off tomorrow. And uh, on Sunday, we have our service at 11 a.m. online on Facebook Live at City Point Quebec. I welcome you to join us as we're going through the uh, letters of Peter. And we're going to talk about spiritual warfare on Sunday and how the devil, yes, the devil, is real, and how he really moves today and acts today, you'd be surprised. Uh, it's probably not what you think. It's actually a lot more practical uh, than you than you think it is. So uh, we welcome you to join in with us, and we will also leave it on our Facebook page, post it on our website, and on our audio platforms as well. So until we meet again, God bless you.